0: Today we have Carita sipavit who paves the way for universal energy independence. She is a co-founder and chief operation officer of TISPAC, a company created in 2013 with a vision to make energy mobile and to create products that can power the needs of all professionals under any circumstances with clean energy hello Carita, and welcome to Nick womenman generation thank you so much it's a pleasure to be here oh it is such an honor for me to have you with Nick women generation um, I'll start with what is your motivations and aspirations behind the teas pack. Actually, everything uh, started from our CEOs and founders, Marius, Mario Aguilera, from his own personal experience that he had back in South America when he used to work uh, in special forces.
1: So he would go on deployment and you know, spend several days and even weeks in the middle of you know, nowhere our third co-founder we actually started together back in london at the same university you know different time and different topics and i really got uh, intrigued and excited about the idea of powering people but in the sense of making every individual energy independent and now when we combine that and I think especially what this year COVID-19 has really you know showcased a lot if we look around the world there are still over one billion people with no access to electricity and this is directly linked to having no access to health care you know education sanitation clean water and so on so we believe that energy portable energy can truly be the that allows us to also provide you know, better access to all the other basic amenities that we all should have, you know, equal access to. And that's basically how everything started, you know, with TestBack and we've been now growing, working together and having that vision or that mission that in the future, every individual will be energy independent, you know, masters of their own energy needs. So the moment that he would step outside your house, uh, that's when TestBack would basically come in and allow you to create the energy sustainably and efficiently. Utilizing different green energy sources, and in the past year, one of our goals has been really to support different agencies, organizations, and NGOs to provide better access to education in. The- locations, and especially now during COVID-19, it's more important than ever to ensure that nobody is left behind, that everyone would have this equal access to education, and having that access to electricity remains a vital part of this.
0: How do your company promote the access to education and healthcare services?
1: That's uh, That's a very good question. international so it's one of the largest ngos and they had a challenge when they were working in on the field in remote locations how can they collect data how can they provide workshops and trainings in remote locations when there is no access to electricity So this inspired us to start developing a new type of solution that combines hardware and software. We call this Smart Solar Media Backpack. So what it does is that it combines power electronics, solar energy, and IoT and audio visuals so that basically any teacher or NGO worker can carry a backpack that comes in everything needed to turn any room or place into a fully equipped classroom. So imagine now that when you work in a remote location and there is no force access to electricity, uh, typically there's not even sometimes any infrastructures. So anyone can just utilize our uh, solar media backpack. You can put it in any location and it comes with solar panels. So you create the energy, this energy then you can utilize to power the laptop, the tablet, and uh, as well as speakers and projectors. So you can provide audio, visual, educational content uh, in the middle of nowhere. So in addition to that, being able to provide all this educational content and to carry on trainings and workshops and basically to teach in any remote locations, with our IoT software platform, uh, these NGOs and organizations can also track with GPS where the products are, as well as track and follow how much energy has been created by utilizing uh, solar energy. In other words, if they run now like a three months or let's say six months project in a remote location, you can know exactly how much CO2 emissions have been reduced during this time. So we provide a new way to provide a clear light data that different NGOs can then utilize and share back to their donors or to the public to basically focus on the idea that we need to utilize more different sustainable energy sources. This is one of the key solutions right now we're working on and we work with different organizations uh, to basically provide that better access to education
0: in remote locations. Karita, I want to ask you about your passions to work um, with TSPAC. Some people face challenges to answer to themselves what they want to do in life, so how do you know that TSPAC is what you want to dedicate your time and resources to do it? I think that's a, it's a very good question and I, I know, I was one of myself and you know yeah, to be honest, even
1: even today it's okay if you don't know what you want to be doing later on, but a lot of specifically uh, younger people and pretty much right now with everything that is happening a lot of people are not sure what they want to be doing, let's say after they graduated or even when they go to you know, university or let's say later on in their careers there's a lot of uncertainties and there's also a lot of uh, I would say sometimes also pressure put on us to already as a young age that we should know what is that we want to be doing when we grow up, you know, what is that passion. But most of us, we don't know what that is. and. Uh, to, to me, I think that's okay. Like when back in, you know, when I was in university, I, I loved studying. My background is in international relations. But to be honest, I never had that just, you know, one passion. I never knew when I was younger that okay, I wanna be a doctor or I wanna be a lawyer or I wanna be an astronaut. I never had that one thing or certainty. And it took quite long for me to really learn what I really want to be doing and what I'm passionate. And I found this and how I like to also uh, share with others and also provide them the advice how uh, everyone else can also find the passion that sometimes we just need to be doing things that we might be scared of or you know things that we're really bad at like I used to be really bad at selling I actually was super scared of it I, you know I hated talking with people and I thought that it's just one of these things that I'm never going to be good at. But by, you know, working with one of these telecommunications companies back in London, I just thought that, you know, what is the worst that can happen? You know, if I'm not good at it, I might just get fired. Okay, so that's the worst case. So I thought that let me just give it a go. And by really putting myself out there, but not really being afraid of even if I made myself you know, embarrassed or you know, if I didn't know what I was doing, this taught me so much and made me realize that, you know, sometimes the things that we hate or we're not good at, they can turn out to be the things that we really love. Like today, uh, I love sales. I love business development. I love working with people. And it's one of the passions that I really have. But I only found this by going through those experiences that in the beginning I thought that were one of the you know the worst things to be doing and I think that's how we can find our passions by trying something new by doing the things we're scared of but also listening to others and that's how everything started with Testback, like Mario our founder I was so intrigued and I really loved the passion that he had And it was so contagious that I myself got very drawn into the whole vision that he had. And, you know, together we started working with TESVAC. And, you know, today I, I really love what we're doing. And I believe that even now in the future, there's a lot of things... Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the years to come, you know. But I think that's also some of the most exciting things that we can go through, just to keep always having that open mind and try out things. So overall, it's okay if you don't know, you know, what's going to happen in the future. It's okay if we're aware today, what are we going to be doing in the future. But most important thing is just to have that open mind and try out new things.
0: Um, you know, th- some people are afraid of um, trying something new or starting something that they haven't seen anybody done that before. So how do you push yourself out of your comfort zone and then try something new? So
1: as an advice to others, how can you really start doing the things that you're afraid of or you know stepping outside your comfort zone? It's just try to do take small steps you don't need to be doing something big just do small steps at a time for example if like in my case I was scared of selling you know I just learned something you know small like in one day I just learned a few new uh, keyboards or sentences how I could sell some phones and I just tried to apply that and talk to the people one small step at a time is it's more than enough, we don't need to just do everything in one go and at the same time then, you know, so what if you embarrass yourself, you know, so what if it goes wrong uh, that feeling of, you know, afraidness or that feeling of humiliation it will last, but it will only last for a while, but the feeling of, you know, greatness, gratitude or actually making it, now that's something that can really last you know, for forever, and that's something we should all really aim at
0: I talk to people who are in the nonprofit uh, business field. Many of them have the support system uh, to support them during their challenging time. So, how about you? Um, how do you find your own support system? And that's one of the first things I would
1: advise to get, and that support system, or let's say the support network, it can be anything from your family to friends to even just some of these, uh, you know, mentors or people that you look up to. But you always need to have at least someone you can go to when you know things feel like they are, let's say, not working out, or even when you, you know, you feel that uh, something isn't going wrong. So for me, the biggest uh, support system I can have is my fellow co-founders. I mean, we have gone through so much, you know. We have basically, you know, stick by each other with all, you know, taken in, uh, so to say. And I could not be where I am today, or I would not be the person I am, if there wouldn't be, you know, my my fellow co-founders and of course as well as my family. They have been the one truly, you know, pushing me to go forward and always motivating me when I needed the most. And that's uh, the best thing that you can have to have those people that really believe if you don't have them it's also okay sometimes our families might not be the right one always you know to be more supportive because they might have different visions for us which is sometimes also okay but then try to join perhaps even different groups like right now there's a lot of if you're an founder entrepreneur or starting a business there's a lot of amazing online groups they can uh, join to there's a lot of education programs through them you can find some similar like-minded people you can get contacted then you can share about your experiences so it's okay if it's not always your closest friends or family but there's a lot of opportunity to look for these people but what is important is that always have some other people you can turn to most importantly you can talk to because
0: you as an entrepreneur
1: when you have your own company uh, you rely on yourself you will rely on your own skills you know you have to be ready that there is there might be months you're not going to get paid everything's on basically it's going to be on you so it's a very different than just working for another company so there's like a thousand things you need to be prepared and to go through. And the key here is that it goes all when I said to have the support system is that if you go and you decide to start to launch your own business, uh, what you really need to consider is to have the right people to do it with. I mean, one of the biggest during let's say, on my journey uh, as an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges, or I still remember that we've gone through, has had to do a lot with the right people. So make that the people you work with, you know, the team that you have, they need to share the same, you know, vision with you. They need to be uh, having the same passion. I think something we have a motto or a saying at Tesco. Uh, where we basically we don't care about the fancy degrees or the fancy certificates or you know the work experiences you might have had or not have what really matters for us the most is that personality or the attitude that you have basically that can do attitude and that you're willing to work you know you do your best because in the end skills and talent that can be taught and that can be learned but the attitude you have you right chemistry is one of the most important things so the biggest advice i you know i can give is just remember to make sure that the people you work with are the right type of people and you know this might sound very harsh but if you feel already from the beginning after even after a few days weeks or even months that you know what there is something to just you feel that it doesn't work it's Confront it straight away to find out. Okay, is it something that can be worked around or not? If not, then it's better to just, you know, basically uh, let it go in the beginning and you know move on because it's such a vital thing especially when you're growing the company and in the beginning that the people you work with are there to share the same ideas you know mission that you have and surrounding yourself with different type of people with people from different backgrounds and talents having that diversity is another key feature that i really believe that can only benefit and it is one of the key reasons behind the success of any companies and lastly you will a lot and always people are saying a lot that failure is you know good it will teach you a lot and i rather see failings more like a learnings and pretty much i think every day uh, i learn something new in other words i pretty much you know i fail at something but it's okay as long as we move forward and we basically learn from this that's all that matters and we need to remember to forgive them. We need to remember to forgive ourselves. Like sometimes we're t- way too harsh uh, on ourselves, and we need to understand that it's okay, you know, to you know make some mistakes. But it's also okay if you don't work twenty four seven. There tends to be this image that when you have a startup, or your company that you have to work twenty four seven. You know, you're constantly working, you know, to keep this image to the outside world, which is basically something that it's not true it's okay you don't need to be working constantly you know it's okay to just take a break and not do anything so again just need to learn to be more forgiving on ourselves and stop trying to achieve constantly something and to celebrate all the small successes that we have
0: You mentioned about forgiving yourself. Um, For many people, forgiving themselves is really difficult. Especially when you are young, you know, a teenager or early twenty, because you try to meet um, a social standard.
1: Uh, This is again in even for me you know, you know, even even today it's still hard I think that's like a, a learning process that all of us will never be good at to be honest but it's something that we can constantly be learning in and yes as you mentioned it's extremely hard these days when you keep seeing or reading the stuff online about all the amazing things people are doing and all Amazing achievements everyone is having you know and all the degrees and so on and you know it will put you in a position that you might be thinking oh my god am I really doing enough I need to be doing
0: more and more
1: and more so how can you then just Teach yourself that it's okay. I, I don't need to be overachieving. It's okay if I don't have that you know, fancy degree. But how do you do that? Again, there is no one way, but what I think that can really, really help is just to remember that the things that you read online and the things that even your friends keep telling you, you know, all the amazing, only the good things or successes that you keep hearing or reading, behind that, there is a massive there's a bigger story there might be there's thousand different challenges or problems that person might have gone through because to be honest in the end every one of us it is something i have learned when i have talked with any fellow founders or with other people that every one of us we will go through a lot of difficulties and a lot of problems and there's actually quite a lot of similarities that we all have but i mean nobody wants to share that <laughs> publicly you're never going to be reading about any of these or bad things, or publicly, because it's of course it's it's natural. People want to you know advertise this, so it's just to for us to try to remember and keep that in mind that everyone is going through some bad things in their life. So it's okay for you as well to be going through. It's okay not to be doing the things. And sometimes, to be honest, we might be saying even that yeah, we're doing this, we're working so hard. But even in reality, we like to take and watch some you know. Netflix movies and so on so it's okay but again there's no one way how to teach this to us we just simply need to try to keep learning on it and just to keep that open mind and remember that everyone is going through something
0: Caritas thank you thank you so much thank you so much for your time joining me today thank you
1: so much for having me it was such a pleasure to talk with you today
0: much for listening to Necromant Generation. If you like this conversation, please subscribe and leave us the review. And stay tuned to our next speaker.